the liturgical sense of the readings at Mass. The Liturgy of the Word For the third Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year B, begins with a reading from Jonah, chapter 3, verses 1 through 5 and 10, where the prophet Jonah finally fulfills the mission he was given by the Lord to set out for the great city of Nineveh and preach against it. The scripture informs us that Jonah was just one day into what he thought would be a three-day procession through the enormously large city of Nineveh, when people came to believe his warning from God that forty days more and Nineveh shall be overthrown. In response, the people Great and small proclaimed a fast and put on sackcloth. When a king heard the news, even he rose from his stone, laid aside his robe, covered himself with sackcloth, and sat in ashes. Of course, none of this came as a surprise to Jonah, who had known all along that God was gracious and merciful slow to anger, abounding in kindness, repenting of punishment. Through his obedience to the mission God had given him, God blessed Jonah by making him a blessing for others. The entire city of Nineveh and 3,000 baptized in Jerusalem are the largest single-day repentance events recorded in sacred scripture. These events serve as signs of the people who would respond to the call of Christ Jesus when we fulfill the mission he gave the church to make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to observe all that I have commanded. In today's Gospel reading from Mark chapter 1 verses 14 through 20, we return to our Advent considerations about John the Waymaker, to hear that it was after John had been arrested when Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the Gospel of God. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Whereas Jonah's mission was to warn the Ninevites that they had only 40 days to repent, Jesus' call to repenting does not have a specific time frame. However, it was prefaced by him spending 40 days in the desert to prepare for his mission. The absence of a specific or definitive time frame or expiration date for Jesus' call to repentance has always troubled and confounded those living according to appointments 
into chronological specificities. In contrast to that lifestyle, Jesus' parable of ten virgins in Matthew and the three references of Jesus returning like a thief in the night in Matthew, 1 Thessalonians, and 1 Peter serve as our warning to be prepared at all times and for any time of the Lord's final parousia. Indeed, this is the warning from the Apostle Paul in today's second reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 29-31, writing, I tell you, brothers and sisters, the time is running out. From now on, let those having wives act as not having them, those weeping as not weeping, those rejoicing as not rejoicing, those buying as not owning, those using the world as not using it fully. For the world, in its present form, is passing away. This teaching here from the Apostle is not for us to neglect the things we value, but rather to behave as if the most important thing is our salvation. By being physically and emotionally free of persons, places, and objects that we cannot take with us to heaven or to hell. Jonah, when he was obedient to God, and John a waymaker, serve as models of excellence to a spiritual life that is devoted to the mission we are called to because they inspire us to believe that through our obedience, God will bless those whom he loves by leading them to his son, Jesus Christ. In this way, the liturgy of the Catholic Mass comes along to teach us the way of unencumbered service to God by showing us that every procession and movement in the liturgy of the Mass leads to the altar of sacrifice. Therefore, no matter what the day or hour is, and no matter what mission or vocation we have been called to complete, if we just keep moving, keep processing all of our mind, body, and soul in the direction we have been called, God will be pleased, and He will bless us by making us a blessing to others. Namely, by filling us with his Son, Jesus Christ, so that we might share him with the world. This is just one way how the readings at Mass this Sunday connect to the liturgy and how the liturgy is forming us how to live our lives in the world. Be in the world which you have received through the liturgy. I am David L. Gray. Visit me online at davidlgray.info for more content and context about the liturgical sense of the scriptures.